This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 18th. Good morning. The Senate is broken for its two-week Easter recess with little sign of progress in resolving the fight over labeling genetically engineered foods. Megan Klein, a spokeswoman for Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts, says the committee's top Democrat, Debbie Stabenow, hasn't been talking to Republicans and hasn't offered any alternative bill language of her own. Klein said, quote, Farmers and ranchers who want to see this resolved had better demand some action from her. Stabenow staff responded that she had, quote, provided numerous proposals to Roberts ahead of a vote Wednesday that blocked movement of the bill. A Stabenow aide said the senator is, quote, prepared to work with Chairman Roberts and any other Republican leader on a viable path forward. Democrat Chris Coons of Delaware tells AgriPulse there's a major dispute over whether a term such as GM for genetically modified would have to appear on food labels along with a special telephone number that consumers could call for information about the biotech contents. Doing that would get a lot of support for the bill, Coons says, but the industry has been strongly opposed to putting words such as those on food labels for fear that it would stigmatize the technology. Clinton tweet back states on labeling. Hillary Clinton seems to have come down on the side of letting states impose GMO labeling requirements. After a cloture motion failed on legislation to preempt state labeling laws, Clinton's campaign Twitter account praised the vote, saying, quote, Congress shouldn't block states from giving families information about their food. Glad the Senate stopped this bill. A campaign spokeswoman said the tweet was consistent with Clinton's stance on the issue when she was campaigning in Iowa. Clinton praised Democrats for preventing a short-term preemption measure from being added to the fiscal 16 spending bill, and she endorsed Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack's efforts to resolve the dispute over biotech labeling. Vilsack has made clear for some time he favors allowing the food industry to go forward with electronic disclosure as opposed to the on-package labeling required by the Vermont law set to take effect in July. Soybean growers say, don't cut SNAP. The American Soybean Association is taking an unusual stand against the proposed cuts to food stamps in the House Republican budget. ASA hasn't taken a position like that before, but the group says it can't support a budget proposal that would weaken the ability of Americans in the most need to buy food. The statement is the latest sign that farm groups are working together with nutrition advocates and conservation groups to maintain a unified front heading into debate over the next farm bill. Earlier, a broad coalition of groups appealed to lawmakers not to cut any farm bill programs, including nutrition assistance. The American Soybean Association statement goes on to say, as we approach discussions on the next farm bill, we need to stand together as a food community. This partnership is critically important for those of us in production agriculture, since only 60 or 70 members of the House identify themselves as representing rural districts. Farm groups say... Don't touch crop insurance. Farm groups, in the meantime, are appealing to House and Senate appropriators to protect crop insurance from cuts as the fiscal 17 spending bills move through Congress in coming weeks. A letter sent to the House and the Senate Appropriation Committees points out that farm income is down and that crop insurance is needed to, quote, provide lenders the assurances they need to provide capital to America's farmers and ranchers. The letter reinforces an appeal made to lawmakers to leave all farm and nutrition programs alone this year. White House mulling ways to increase Cuban exports. 
Even as President Obama prepares to head to Cuba on Sunday, the White House is working on some ideas uh, in the works to boost U.S. farm exports to Cuba. That according to Ag Secretary Vilsack. The Secretary said, I'd like to say the White House is saving the best for last. He spoke to reporters on a conference call from South America, where he's been traveling this week. He said, I think you'll just have to be patient. U.S. laws still require that sales of agriculture products to Cuba must be made in cash, often with the aid of third-party financing, and that puts the U.S. at a disadvantage to other nations like Brazil and Vietnam that offer credit. Well, here's your Friday, he said it, quote, California's on the leading edge of stupid, end quote. That's Representative Duncan Hunter, a Republican of California, talking to a visiting Missouri Farm Bureau delegation about how his state is dealing with drought. That's Daybreak for this Friday, March 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson, and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.